I'm Zanele Butelezi and this is China Africa Talk. An African dance promotes friendship and unity between Africans and Chinese people in China. When you meet Kisomba, your life changes. In most cases, some people actually related to African tango. April 29 is International Dance Day. So get ready to put on your dancing shoes and let the music move you. The Dance Committee of the International Theatre Institute created the day in 1982 to promote all types of dances and allow people to share the joy of dancing globally. From square dancing in parks to dance studios and club scenes, it's not uncommon to find Chinese people and many other experts dancing to the same tune of friendship and joy in China. In this episode, we look at an African dance called Kizomba that has found its way to China and is now bringing together Africans, Chinese and other dance lovers from all over the world. When DJs play music, please take the headphones from your ears. <laughs> a teacher gives instructions to a group of people of various nationalities. In this studio in Beijing, it's time to put on your dance shoes and get down to some African beats. It's where Elena Chen, a Chinese teacher and dancer, along with her African partners, teaches Kizomba. The moves they learn here can also be put on show at Kizomba social gatherings that they organize every Sunday in the Chinese capital. First of all, I think it was the Kizomba music that made me fall in love with Kizomba. Then I started to learn the dance and to explore and to promote Kizomba culture. Kizomba is an African dance pioneered in Angola in Central Africa in the 1980s before becoming part of the regional culture and a popular social activity. The dance, performed in pairs, combines sensual and highly technical moves and features Latin moves, African rhythm, and Caribbean Zouk, among other styles. Since its inception, it has now spread across many countries in North America, Europe, and Asia, including here in China. Taiji always reminds me of Kisomba. They both remind me of each other because of the gentleness and the energy. So in Kisomba, it's never aggressive. In Kisomba, everything is done in a very gentle way, and also the rhythm is not very fast-paced. I do join the street dancing at the parks. I love it. I get out there to learn some new moves. So kudos to all the ladies and all the elderly dancers I meet at the park around China. Much love to them because I also have learned a lot from them. Izu Collins Eze from Nigeria is one of the people whom Elena started working with many years ago when she first got interested in Kizomba here in China. Collins started dancing Kizomba more than 10 years ago and began dance classes when he was still studying and living in China. Sometimes you see people crying on the dance floor. This is because of the joy, tears of joy or tears of relief, which helps to bring people more and more together. You walk someone asks the person for a dance, you can dance with everyone. At that moment, there is no enemies 
around you. Everyone is one. Collins and Elena became part of a group of people that helped spread the magic of Kizomba in China. As it gets embraced by fans all over the world, one thing that fans agree on is that Kizomba allows them to express joy and togetherness across cultural boundaries. And now for more on this, I spoke to Izu Collins as a Kizomba dancer and teacher from Nigeria and Elena Chen, a Kizomba dancer and teacher from China. Please introduce yourself uh, to our listeners. My name is Collins. Um, I'm from Nigeria. Um, now a little bit based in the UK. With respect to dancing Kizomba, I've been dancing Kizomba for almost more than approximately 10 years now. And I'm a strong ambassador of Kizomba. Professionally, I'm a chemical engineer, all right, practicing bread and practicing till now for more than 10 years as well. So, yeah, that's Collins. It sounds very interesting. Sounds like a very interesting life. Yeah, I'm still a beginner when it comes to dancing. I'm still learning, though, yeah. You know, there is that stereotype that um, Africans are born dancers. <laughs> so, no, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about your claim that you are still a beginner. <laughs> Oh, trust me, we all have to learn. I'm not as uh, gifted as most Africans. How about you, Elena? Who is Elena and um, what brought her to the dance floor? Hi, everyone. I am Elena Chen. I'm Chinese and I started teaching around 2018. First of all, I think it was the Kisomba music that made me fall in love with Kisomba. Then I started to learn the dance and to explore and to promote Kisomba culture. What attracted you to uh, the dance? I mean, what was more appealing to you when you first, you know, got to know about it? I think it was um, listening to Kisomba music because I was before Kisomba, I was uh, learning and dancing some other dances like hip hop, jazz, Latin dance, salsa, bachata, reggaeton. I tried a little bit of everything. But then when you meet Kisomba, your life changes. You just want <laughs> Kisomba. <laughs> you just want Kisomba music. And then when you hear so much good Kisomba music, Collins know what I'm talking about. You you will feel like, okay, now I love the music. I want to learn how to dance to this music. So you start to go to classes. Collins, uh, Elena speaks about the allure of the music, um, you know. To somebody who's lay and who's not familiar with Kazomba, how would you describe it and just explain it to them what it's, it is about? Okay, Kazomba basically is a partner dance, very similar to all the type of partner dances like salsa, bachata, waltz, tango. All right, in most cases, some people actually relate it to African tango. All right. It originated from Angola, Central slash Southern Africa. All right. And it has always been there to promote uh, oneness, peace and love. So such dance back in the days was used to appeal to people as something that it brings happiness and joy to people that were on the suffered back then. 
all right, that we're going through a lot. So in Africa, you see people, whenever you're done from work or you're done from whatever stressful lifestyle that you've had, you come out there and dance Kizomba. And it brings, sometimes you see people crying on the dance floor. This is because of the joy, tears of joy or tears of relief, all right, which helps to bring people more and more together. You walk someone ask the person for a dance you can dance with everyone at that moment there is no enemies around you everyone is one everyone is one family that particular moment so yeah that's kizomba is just in short form we call it the african tango i don't know if that's clear now that that sounds <laughs> very, uh, very clear to me i mean i'm i am a a little bit familiar with um, ballroom dancing and all similar uh, types yeah. of dances. So when I, I actually got to know about Kizomba, yeah, you, you, I think you are describing it perfectly. So Elena, is it something that's familiar to you or was it something that was familiar to you prior to, you know, getting into Kizomba? I've seen, I've seen uh, people in uh, parks and, um, you know, all over China, uh, especially um, in, in Shanghai and um, here in Beijing, where I am right now, I've seen people dance, um, ballroom type of dances and so on. Would you say Kizomba resembles anything that you know or are familiar with here in China? Yes, I realize Kizomba does remind me of something about Chinese culture. I'll talk about that in a minute. But I agree with everything that Colin said about what is Kisomba. And Kisomba is something you can dance with everyone, with your family, yeah. with your lover, with your friends. It's a darashinya that is very intimate. <laughs> so, yeah, sometimes, sometimes people, if people don't know oh, what is the difference between Kisomba and darashinya, they might get misunderstood. And they might think, oh, this is too close for me. I don't want this. So, but, but I just want to tell want to learn kisomba but are scared of the closeness it's the closeness happens in in darashinya in kisomba actually it's not that uh, sensual and intimate like in darashinya and um, it's just two people being embraced they walk together they breathe as one and they they walk as one so and talking about kisomba and chinese culture I'm not good with many Chinese sports or like martial arts, but I love one thing about Chinese sports is the Tai Chi. And Tai Chi, I observe a lot. I don't practice, but Tai Chi always reminds me of Kisomba. They both reminds me of each other because of the gentleness and the energy. So in Kisomba, it's never aggressive. In Kisomba, everything is done in a very gentle way and also the rhythm is not very fast paced as salsa or any other dance yeah. so in that way tai chi is always is also kind of slow so their energy kind of similar and tai chi is never aggressive it's always defensive so and also tai chi is not very uh, how do you say, external, like you don't view a lot of performances or big movement, it, everything is internalized. That reminds me of Kisomba too. 
Kisomba, yeah. in, in Kisomba, you don't see two people do a lot of huge movement like they're doing a performance. I, I would call it very internal dance. So yeah, you see energy that reminds me of Taiji. Wow, that's a very interesting uh, comparison between Kisomba and Taiji. Uh, I can I, I can actually see um, the similarities uh, as you are explaining it to me. Um, Collins, did you want to jump in there? Yeah, I'd love to add uh, a little bit. I totally agree with Alina as well when it comes to that. In addition to that, the music as well. We have to consider the music because in Kizomba, Kizomba is unique in the sense that the music, the music portrays the dance. All right. Um, in Kizomba, we dance in tune to the music with the rhythm, the melody of the song. And it's basically how you express yourself. It is not more like an exercise, no. It is a self-body expression. All right, so number one, you need to know the basics and then you express yourself using those basics on the dance floor. Aside that, every other thing that uh, Linnea said, perfectly correct. I totally agree with that. Now, tell me about um, starting um, coaching classes in China. How did that come about, Collins? And uh, was it easy to actually convince people to join these classes? To be honest, uh, that was very easy for me back then. It wasn't really challenging, to be honest. Back then, there was a clamor, a big demand for Kizomba. All right. Then I was more into salsa and bachata, and as Alina's mentioned, more into hip hop and Afro dance. All right, but going to parties, I was a little bit surprised that some DJs from France in Shanghai usually play some Kizoba songs or some Afro songs. And I was like, whoa, I never knew Kizomba was well known in China or in Shanghai then. And yeah, people watching you dance were like, this is beautiful. What style of dance is this? And uh, yeah, explaining to them is Kizomba. Before you knew it, a lot of people in Latin parties where we dance outside and bachata were really in love with Kizomba. All right. And then videos of... Um, on YouTube, we had videos of um, Albir, as Tony Pirata, a lot of Kizomba videos, which people had access to. Seeing it, they fell in love, and before you knew it, a lot of Latin dancers wanted to learn Kizomba. So gradually, they pushed me towards the Kizomba teaching aspect, rather than the salsa. So every time I go to events, and I'm like, okay, let me teach salsa, most of the organizers would be like, no, Collins, we want you to teach Kizomba. Leave salsa for other teachers. Right now, you are the only one or one of the few teachers that know how to teach Kizomba. So, yeah. So it was quite easy for me then, back then. All right. So we had the demand for it. And I just came to fill in the gap mm -hmm. and teach it. And how long did you teach uh, in China? And what impression or impact would you say you you left with people through your teaching of uh, Kizomba? Oh, Pearl, the happiness all right, that the music brings. It is infectious. You, you have to just, you see people, the joy while dancing. The Most of them are distressed. 
they forget everything, your worries, your problems, whatever is stressing you in your daily life. Immediately you start dancing, Kizumba. Oh my God, you forget everything. At that moment, the love, the oneness on the dance floor brings out the inner happiness in you in most dances. And that I get from most dances. And that makes me happy. All right. After dance and you're relieved of that stress, you can now, yeah, get back and have a clear mind to face whatever life problems you have. Mm-hmm. And that makes me happy. And for you, Elena, how did you start teaching Kizomba and uh, how was the reaction or response from people? Were people eager to join in? For me, I was learning uh, Kizomba with different teachers, instructors, both domestic and international for a few years, maybe four, five years. And then I realized I was ready to share the little knowledge and experience that I have with Kisomba. And also there are some friends around me who told me, hey, Elena, why don't you give some class? There are some friends, like a friend of a friend who want to learn. And they know about, they heard about you, they saw your video. Also, I want to give big credits to the international dancers, like uh, Collins mentioned, like Ibid, Sarah Lopez, those international artists, they really promoted Kisomba worldwide. So when people saw those uh, videos, they they have a very good impression of this beautiful dance and music. So yeah, when it comes to local, they come to look, for example, for me, for Collins, for other local instructors. And, and then I started. And if my students, they like the way I teach, they will tell their friends. So yeah, like more people come to join the class. They, they enjoy the class. And I always tell them it's, it's never about the steps. Like most people were not here to be super professional dancers. Most people, according to my observation, they like to come to the class to socialize to relax, like Colin said, to relax their mind. And also they want to enjoy the good music and to dance with new friends. So I'm always very happy to see my friends, like my students to have fun in my class. And if they can use the things they learn with me on the party, I will be very, very happy for them. Would you say that there is a similarity between African people as well as Chinese people when it comes to music and dancing, that their love for these uh, arts, I mean, dancing and music? Because I've seen a lot of people around, as I said earlier, in parks, you know, the way they socialize or part of their pastime is dancing in the park, whether it's traditional Chinese dances or, as I said, also ballroom-like type of dances, would you say that compares to, you know, the two regions rather? There is a lot of similarities, all right, because it's all about body expression. It's all about your body movement. And to be honest, I do join the street dancing at the parks. I love it. I go there to learn some new moves. So kudos to all the ladies and all the elderly dancers I meet at the park around China. Much love to them because I also have learned a lot from them. Have you done and some I line dancing? Oh, I do that. Every city I go to <laughs> at night after dinner, 
and I'm taking a stroll on the street, I bump into them, I do join them, all right? Because it's all about body expression, isn't it? It's all about your body movement, how you express yourself to that music. And our bodies can only move in specific ways, all right? So it's still the same thing in Kizomba because um, it's the same body movement that we use, how we express ourselves on the dance floor. It's the same thing in China, it's the same thing in every part of the world. It all depends on how do you use those body movements to express yourself. Aside that, the music, to be honest, music transcends all culture. You see people, you tend to see people that identify with good music. Everyone loves it. And that is what Kizomba portrays. Everyone loves Kizomba, most people. The only problem that we do have is the intimacy, which um, Elena has addressed, where people tend to confuse Kizomba with Terashinya. All right. So, yeah, they're quite different. But nonetheless, in Asian countries, the biggest challenge that we do have when it comes to Kizomba dancing is people coming close together. Yeah, especially strangers. So that's a big issue. And that's limited people from joining the dance. But aside that, the music is one with everyone. The dancing style is similar to most of the line dances we find around across China. And yeah, it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. All right. So no much, no much differences. Yeah, the similarities are quite high. And teaching Kizomba in China sounds like a true example of promoting cultural exchange between Africa and China. Would you agree with that statement? I totally agree with it. Because now you tend to listen to people trying to understand the song itself. So you see people learning Portuguese or people learning Spanish or people learning Creole or then Pidgin English in Afrobeats. Yeah, so it does. Apart from the language, apart from the... um, You tend to understand African way of expressing themselves. Like... um, upper body movement, shoulder rolls or shoulder balancing your head. Like what we do in Kizomba sometimes, we put something on your head and ask you to move and make sure those stuffs don't drop off your head. And this is a typical African woman way of carrying things. Back home, back in the days, you see ladies balance things on their head and travel long distances or whenever they go to the river to fetch water. Yeah, they put it on their head and walk back home. So all this has been communicated to everyone all around the world. And they tend to understand, wow, how Africans tend to use their body to express or to communicate. And yeah, apart from languages, we also use our bodies to talk to each other. So in that way and in other ways, yes, it bonds, um, it relates African culture to the Chinese um, environment or Chinese community. And uh, Elena, what about you? Do you think um, dances such as uh, Kizomba and other, you know, cultural dances, are they important in promoting um, relationships or relations between African people and Chinese people? Definitely, definitely. Because, for example, myself, before, like, before 2014, 13, I was not, very much exposed to Afro-related music or dance. All I knew was hip-hop, jazz, some salsa, some 
bachata. It's after I met Kisomba uh, when I started to get exposed to other African music because Kisomba is also under the Afro umbrella. So once you get yeah. into the Kisomba world, you will, because dancers uh, share music all the time, other African music, and you will see other African dances. So I think Kisomba opens a window for me to know other Afro-related culture. So I think I appreciate this opportunity. And if it happens to me, it happens to any other one who, uh, who is dancing Kisomba. We've come to the end of our talk. So thank you very much. This was very Hello. enlightening. I'm learning myself because I have uh, not really tried Kisomba. So <laughs> I might think you about could. it. <laughs> That's all the time we have for this episode. If you like this content, please share it. And don't forget to subscribe for more content like this one. Thank you for listening. Goodbye.